When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network? The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator. From fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. Everyone to count four. Head count is good. What the crow was that thing? You don't think it was a dinosaur, do you? Look, if I feel like it's getting too much to handle, I'll turn around and go back to the ship. Police! Police! Everybody on the floor! Get down, now! Mark, I got to end the game. Okay. Are you alone here? Yeah, my roommate just went on a pizza run. Detective, I think we're done here. I couldn't agree more. How did the call with Dr. Baker go? Did Kelly buy it? She put a time limit on how long she's willing to wait before she can see Kate. I'd say five days, six max. Tika, acting commander of the cargo freighter Mercury. We are remaining in position on Galaza. Captain Nate and Agent Barnes, along with Captain Jago and the Space Marines, have departed on foot to their first objective. The Skywatcher has moved on. It is clear to continue. Let's move out. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking up a wireless signal straight ahead. The Sky Dwellers burn. Over the trees ahead. It's back. That Rage Drone is back. If it sees us, we're done. And now, episode 95, Eyes in the Sky. Yep. That's definitely a Rage drone. We can't shoot it out of the sky. Rage would know that we were here if we did that. I'm not sure I can do anything. That they wouldn't detect. I'm going to try to scan it now. We might be able to help. Well, this is interesting. We have a Marine squad with the most sophisticated weapons in the galaxy, and a guy with Wi-Fi capabilities built into his head. And we're going to rely on warriors with sharp sticks to take out a Rage drone. We have more than sharp sticks, Nate. We even have rocks. I'm sorry, Chief, but your technology is no match for a rage drone. Trust me. Sometimes the simple approach is the best. Stay hidden. I will make preparations to capture the Sky Dweller bird. Well, isn't this just dandy? The future against the distant past. I wonder who's going to come out on top. Let's give him a chance. He got us out of that mantra charge. Maybe he can do the same here. Yeah, but fooling a dumb animal is one thing. What's that scout of his doing? He's just standing in the path waving. I guess this is what he means by a simple approach. Hey, we're over here. Come land so I can hit you with my big stick. Is he holding something in the palm of his hand? Yeah, it looks like it, but I, I can't tell what it is. He's trying to show it to the drone. Great. Let the drone come in real close so they can get a good picture of you. Wow, it's right on top of him. Oh, man, they threw that net right on him. That is beautiful. Brilliant. Now they're pulverizing it with clubs. I'd say that's rather outstanding. Okay. No more drone. You see, Nate, 
We not only have sharp sticks, but we have big ones too. Alright everyone, let's move out before they send another one to investigate. Not a problem, we have plenty of big sticks. Bucket. I told you I'd explain it after lunch. In the meanwhile, I'm going to try and check out these other suspects I have. I was sure these guys were our bomber. Turns out the only bombs they set off were in a game. <gasps> Gamers! Buckets. I get it now. That's so gross. I'm glad it was you and not me. If someone is that connected to playing a game, I think we can take them off our list. I agree. We'll know for sure once Nelson runs down uh, their alibi. You said you had other suspects. Anything promising? Not as promising as our gamers. One lead was a call-in. Someone said they have seen two men entering an old abandoned warehouse in the River District. We've had some problems with homeless people using those old warehouses. You might recall that there was an explosion at one right on the river. That's the one the caller said he saw two men entering. They claim that these men were dressed like the ones in the salted milk video. If you think about it, an empty warehouse would be a perfect location to assemble a bomb. What else is on your radar? A neighbor who thinks the bomber lives next door to her because they're making something in their garage at night. And a few more convenience store reports of men wearing suspicious suits. So we'll probably have to track down every man in St. Louis wearing a wide-tie fedora. It's beginning to look that way. So I called the director and he verified these two were at the tournament and he sent me this photo. Let's have a look. Chris, pull up that milk video. We should be able to make a comparison. Here we go. Well, it's pretty obvious these aren't the same guys. Close, but not the same. I agree. Well, we can take these two off the list. Nelson, Chris has a phone report of two suspicious men entering an abandoned warehouse down by the river. Really? What makes it so special? The person who called it in said that the two men fit the description of the two in our two videos. He thought they were too well dressed for homeless people. And an old warehouse would be a great place to assemble bombs. So, Chris, if you don't mind, I would like to send Nelson and Soren there. If there were bombs we made, Nelson might be able to spot something we might miss. Do you know if your department has an IMS device? Yeah, we have a Sabre 4000. That thing can sniff out a firecracker if you held it last week. Perfect. I'll get in contact with our bomb squad to arrange its use. Uh, do you think we need one of them to tag along with us? They will only get involved if we actually find something. Sounds good. I'll be back soon. Please tell me it's not the same warehouse where we found the bomb. It's the same one. I'm just glad Chris didn't insist on going with you. That's all we need is for him to walk into the room full of bomb-making equipment and possibly that mousetrap bomb. Do you want me to actually go back there? Yes. But this time, it will all be above board. And I'll contact the owner and have him meet you there. Isn't that kind of risky? Take Soren with you and get there well before the owner. Use your tracker to determine where their car is. If it's at the warehouse, wait for the owner. If those guys are still there, we might have to arrest them for trespassing. I have an IDF team that can pick them up. We have enough on them to put them into our system. You mean the same system that took Von Longer and Wei Wong? Exactly. I'd like to have them on the loose a little longer. They could lead us to some bigger fish. But if we have to take them in, at least we have the list you guys found there. And if they're not there, 
You guys get in and just check out the place. Try to hide any evidence of bomb making. I have a feeling that their little mousetrap bombs set off an alarm, and I'm betting they're cleared out of there, or at least hid things. Of course, once we move things, we'll have to take them in before they run. All right, when do you want to do this? Let me get a hold of the owner. I have his contact info from the suspicious fire last month. I'll let you know as soon as I make arrangements. Sounds good. What do you want me to do in the meantime? Go down to the media center and help Soren go through videos. Even though we know who the bad guys are? I'm hoping they'll pop up another video. It might lead us to the central ring or the mastermind behind these bombs. Plus, I don't want Chris seeing them. I mean, since he's seen the milk video. You're right. That could get messy. Yes, Robo-4. What do we have? Controller, I have received a message from the Mercury saying that the rescue party was attacked by an indigenous animal called a mantra. Were there any casualties? No casualties were reported. The tribal escort was familiar with the species and was able to lure it away from the squad. They remained in place, sheltered by a cave until the chief of the tribe returned. They have proceeded with the mission. Very well. Stand by for further instructions. Yes, Ginger. Yes, sir. I need you to arrange a transfer to the BSS. I'll be the only passenger. Uh, yes, sir. What will the priority be? Log it as a routine progress visit. Will this be in lieu of the progress visit scheduled for next week? Yes. Log it as a reschedule. Will you require any special provisions or equipment? Just the standard overnight case. Very well, sir. Will there be anything else? This is a low-key routine visit, so no special requirements that might raise flags. I Begin a routine prep and call me when you're ready. Remember, no red flags. Hail the BSS for me on secure channel TACCOM 1. Yes, sir. Stand by. Controller, I have Commander Sims on secure channel. Commander, have you received any further communications from the Mercury? Uh, nothing since the animal attack, sir. I'm arranging a stiff transfer to the station and will depart as soon as it's ready. Is there anything in particular you need, sir? You know that this mission is not going as approved by the Council. I need to be hands-on for this next phase. I can't risk Council interference if they find out that the Mercury is on station and that Captain Nate is part of the rescue party. Understand, sir. Robo-4, we have a code Tango. Adjust your communication protocols for all communications regarding the mission. Code Tango is now in effect, Controller. From this point forward, all communications regarding Operation Lynn will refer to the installation of a new portal satellite. Commander, you and Specialist Vlad review protocols for the Code Tango and relay information to the Mercury to pass that info to Captain Jocko. Very well, sir. Controller clear. Sir, I have initiated Code Tango on our end. I'm awaiting clearance from Moldavar Space Control for departure time. Very well. I'll be in my quarters making final preparations. Yes, sir. Lord Zokar, security monitoring, is reporting the loss of a surveillance drone in District 9. What is the nature of the loss? I am receiving the report now, my lord. Security said that the drone was destroyed by local natives. Local natives? How can a species of primitive stone tool natives destroy a highly advanced security drone? My lord, the report states that the drone responded to the activity in the District and proceeded to investigate. 
One of the natives was trying to show the drone something in his hand. And what was so special that the drone could not zoom in and see what this native was holding? The native was under an overhanging branch of dense foliage. Don't tell me. It lowered its altitude to get a better view. They were reporting that the native appeared to be alone. It was holding what appeared to be a piece of technical equipment. Since it was daylight, they were not using infrared, so it did not detect any other life forms. So it got low enough to be taken out by a rock. My lord, the last footage transmitted showed that it was a stick. A stick. My drone, equipped with laser cannons, was taken out by a stick. It was a very big stick, my lord. Have them send another drone to District 9 and search out this tribal party and eliminate them. From now on, any native interfering with drone activities will be fired upon. Yes, my lord. Computer. Standing by. Replay the final seconds of the footage from the District 9 drone. Commencing replay. Replay in reverse, slowly, with grid pattern. Starting reverse replay. Stop. Stopping frame, K327. Isolate on object grid 167-328. Object isolated. Analyze. Scan indicates the servo section and camera for a class 2 security drone. This suggests that they have the remains of the District 8 drone lost 47 rotations ago. Exit. Well, let's see how they like the taste of a laser cannon. You know, Jocko, they'll send another drone once they figure out what happened. I have no doubt. But we can't afford to engage it again. If that were to happen, I'm sure a patrol would be dispatched. Well, that's all we'd need. If the other drone comes... You mean, when? Okay, when the other drone comes. We'll have to avoid detection somehow. Our uniforms are well camouflaged. Plus, when we button up our helmets, we are invisible to infrared detection. What's this we stuff? I'm a big target to miss out here. And what about Chief and his warriors? Have no concern for me or my warriors. We will deal with these drones, as you call them, in our own way. We will scatter into the thick brush and draw it away from you. That's good for you, Chief. But I'm still here sticking out like a sore thumb. Not to worry, Nate. I brought along a treated jumpsuit. Just slip it on, pull the hood over your head, and fold your arms around your head like this. So, you want me to lie face down in the dirt? That'd be like a typical Saturday night for you. What is a Saturday? Uh, it's the first cycle of two no-work cycles. Then I agree. I've seen Nate in this position outside of Scully's on this Saturday night time. Great. I'm stuck out here in a minor planet's jungle with two comedians, Stone Age warriors, dodging rage drones while trying to rescue a professor who is actually an enemy of Barnes's homeland. Eh. Just another walk in the park. You might want to save your breath, Nate. We'll soon start increasing in elevation. And there's another thing. There's not enough air out here to light a flame. Yeah, but listen, you weigh a lot less. Now, I suggest you preserve what air you have and keep walking. This is where we begin to climb into the clouds. We will go slowly so you can stay with us, Nate. I appreciate that, but I'm not in that bad a shape. I'll let you know if it's too much. Chief? I'd like to send my lead man ahead to scout the trail. I will send my scout with him. He knows this area well. With the translator we are using, my man will be able to understand your scout, but your scout will not be able to understand him. That is a good thing, because your man should just listen to my scout and say little. Works for me. I'll go ahead and tell Carlos to move out. I should go with you and talk to my scout. And I'll just stay back here and enjoy a leisurely stroll through the Galaza mountainside. 
Remind me again, Barnsey. Why did I insist on coming along? I think it was your sense of duty and fair play, and I think the chief said something about diamonds in your future. Oh yeah, that last part. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go! Hey, you're home awfully early. What's up? I wrapped up all of the closures for today. I told my boss that my sister was being operated on today, and I really needed to focus on that. But you know there's nothing we can do right now. Staying busy is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. How can I stay busy when I know Kate is going under the knife? We should be there. We went over this with the doctor. You agreed to six days. Now, I'm sure they will call us once she comes out of surgery. If she comes out. Kelly Hawk Merritt, I will not have you talking like that. If there are complications, we need to be there. To do what? Just to be there for her. I want to be close to her the way you were with Mom. This is nothing like what happened to your mom. Oh, isn't it? No. Your mom fought a hard, long battle. We knew the final outcome, and it was one she was willing to face because of her faith. She was conscious and alert, and we were at her side to comfort her. Kate's in a coma, and in the very best hands medicine has to offer, of course I want to be there as much as you. Do you? Yes, I do. I want to hop on a plane right now for Rochester, Minnesota, and stay right by your side. Then let's do it. I'd love to, but what good can we do? The doctors want her to have the best chance she can, and that's by following their plan. She'll be closely guarded with no distractions, no visitors, not even family, until she's stable enough and fully conscious. While we just sit here and do nothing. I just can't sit here while Kate is in surgery. Well, maybe we won't have to. It's Dr. Baker. Dr. Baker, Kelly is here and I have you on speaker. We've just concluded the first part of Kate's surgery and she did fine. We have the implant in place but she's still only in stable condition. The next day, at least, she'll remain on life support and will induce the coma again. It's imperative that she remains perfectly still during this critical period. That's good news, Dr. Baker. When can we see her? I'm still holding on to our original plan, so in about five or six days. You have to understand, I think it'll be more traumatic for you to see her the way she is now. She's on a cardiopulmonary bypass machine, so she's not breathing. That, along with other drains, monitoring devices, and feeding tubes, makes it a very unsettling sight. Once we're sure that her body accepted the implant, she'll be taken off those devices. But you think she did okay? As best we can tell, Mr. Hawk, she made it through just fine. That's fantastic news. You said that you were through the first part. What's next? Tomorrow, probably by late afternoon, we'll remove the bypass and see if she can breathe easily on her own. We'll watch her overnight, and if all looks good, reconstruction will be performed. And after that? We will slowly bring her out of the coma and see how she functions. But she'll still be heavily sedated. Once we determine that she's stable, you'll be able to see her. Dr. Baker, we certainly appreciate you bringing us up to date. Please, if there are any further developments, night or day, I don't care what time it is, call me. I promise you both I will do just that. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Yes, thank you, Dr. Baker. My pleasure. Good day. Well, that's a bit of a relief. I still want to see her. I don't care how many tubes or things they have attached to her. I know, Kelly, I know. A few days is not too much to ask on our part, considering what Kate has to do. She's strong, and I don't have any doubts that she'll make I still don't see why we can't be with her. Sure, she's out of it, but it's not for her. I want to be there. It's for me. I don't want something to happen, and I'm sitting here 1,100 miles away. Believe me, Kelly, I know. I want to be there. It's killing me that I'm not. But the doctors feel... The doctors don't feel anything, Dad. 
The doctors are into numbers, lab results, and moving on to the next patient. She's a room number and a bed number. Now, don't you think that's a little harsh? She's in the best hands possible. They're making heroic efforts to give us back as much of the Kate we knew as they can. Be patient. We will see her soon, and if all goes well, she'll see us. Where are you going? I'm going for a walk. I need to think and cool off. John, we're headed for a hurricane in about six days. Would that be Hurricane Kelly? There's no way Kate will be back in six days. And in six days, Kelly will be at the desk in Rochester. We need to come up with a plan. I understand, Horace. I've been working on some ideas with Holiday. We are both disappointed with our medical team. They should never have told her six days. I agree. But quite honestly, she would not have stood for more than six days. So what did you two discuss? Director Holiday met with Miss O'Neill, and they discussed ways of deterring Kelly from her travels. By deterring, I take it they plan to exercise their powers concerning domestic travel. Well, tickets can be lost. Passengers can get bumped. Planes delayed or rerouted. The possibilities are quite endless. Well, you won't have to remind me not to travel with her. That's going to be one cantankerous fireball. Consider the alternative. If she arrives there and there is no Kate Hawk... Or what? Or she discovers the truth. Detective Richards, do you have a copy? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, We're at the warehouse. Uh, The owner is due here in about 30 minutes. Uh, The GPS shows our two Hongans in Washington Park. I think you're good then. I mean, that's in East St. Louis. Just keep an eye on your tracker and let me know if you find anything. Copy that. All right, partner. Ready to help me up into that window again? No need to. The keypad trap has been removed. There's just the locked door. What kind is it? I'm sure I can pick it for you. Or you can just follow me in. I see someone has been practicing. I'm going to go back and lock it just in case the owner gets here before he said he would. Well, they... they called housekeeping. The place is pretty much cleaned out. Let's go over here and check out that mouse trap again. They must not have had any more mice. No more mouse trap. Looks like they cleaned the place out. Let's look around the rest of this warehouse. What's that on the wall? Is that a map? Hey, let's check this out. It looks like an ice pick stuck right in the middle of it. Is that the owner already? Up these stairs quickly. Let's see who it is before we go waltzing in there. Quick, get behind one of these beams. Can you see who it is? I'm afraid so. It's our two Hongen friends. What would become of Nelson and Soren if the Hongans discovered them? What lies ahead for the Galazan rescue party and will Lord Zokar's new drone seek out and destroy them? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, A Mountain Too High. kids. This is Stinky the Elf coming to you from the North Pole. You know, Santa Claus's workshop, right? Well, I've been asked to convey a special message to you that my boss, Santa Claus, that's right, the jolly old fat guy in the red suit, wants to hear from all the little boys and girls out there. Here's an opportunity to tell him your Christmas list and any other special holiday message you got. And on Fridays, starting the day after Thanksgiving, my boss will read your message out loud on a new podcast called Santa's Inbox, exclusively on the Mutual Network. 
He'll mention your first name only, plus the town you're from, and then read your email out loud so everybody can hear it. Ain't that exciting? Yeah, Sandy told me that he used to read letters from kids on the radio back in the day, but I told him, I'm only 300 years old. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> okay, what else? Oh, yeah, this offer is open to anybody. Kids, grown-ups, the young at heart, anybody who wants to send a special message or a dedication to anybody else. So, anyways, start sending Santa Claus your emails now to santas.xmas.inbox at gmail.com. That's S-A-N-T-A-S dot X-M-A-S dot I-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. Kids, please ask your folks to send your email for you.